Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey everyone, the run into the most exciting season in the history of football is underway. The mighty Reds are in the hunt for four trophies, and we have got that covered from all angles, whether it's pre game. There are big similarities between United and Liverpool because of the history and the success and the demand to be the best. Post-game, when Liverpool got better in the second half, it came because we unleashed Andy Robertson. A plus. Yes. Excellent work in the XG goal timeline graph. Documentaries. So why not take a trip back in time with me now as we look at the story of the crew. Features. Oh, and interviews. Yeah, I played against him in, in I think it was just after lockdown. We played Blackburn and played Liverpool Anfield. There has never been a better time to join Redmen Plus and get yourself more Redmen content, more cultural features, closer access to the city of Liverpool, the club, and the vibes on the streets of Liverpool as we head towards an unprecedented end to the 2022 season. What a ride it has been. Come and join us over on redmenplus.com. It is a streaming service built specifically for Liverpool fans and we want you over there whether you like video content or podcast content we have got you covered in your native podcasting app there are two tiers available club captain gets you access to all of the content but if you want more if you want to get closer to the Redmen TV team then you can join as a club legend get access to our discord group and don't forget there's also a whole bunch of extra perks including free merchandise oh yes and live show tickets as well. Redmen Plus, the best independent Liverpool media streaming service on the planet today. Get involved. Head to redmenplus.com. Hey everyone, it's the build-up show, apparently. We're here, talking about Spurs, but uh, we will talk about Liverpool Spurs. Uh, the 7.45 kickoff on Saturday, carnage. Um, but let's be honest, last night saw... Um, Real Madrid knockout Man City so we're going to talk about that um, Sam Walker and John Machen in the studio with me for that one and Sam just great just great I'm, I'm, I, I think lesser people turn off when Mares scores I'm really oh. pleased with my staying power more because I was really tired and I had nowhere else to go other than bed and I was too tired to go up to bed so I just kept it on and I'm very very glad that I did oh, do you know what mate if you could have texted me last night and said Tell me how you want City to get beat. It would have been the cruising through. Pep thinks he's amazing, takes off his best players. Kyle Walker gets injured. No, I don't wish him injury on Fred. No, 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 just no, at no. the end of the season's fine. Yes. Um, 
and then they absolutely crumble and concede three goals in five minutes and then just get arsed all the way to the end. And I think Chris said before, they ran about 50k more than they usually do, which is amazing. So, like, yeah, Carlsberg couldn't do midweeks better than that. Yeah, <laughs> if you had to cherry-pick that game, that, 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 was, that was it. Aside from, like, Real Madrid just blitzing them, but to the point, they had to... They've, they've poured everything into that. They've had to go for the full... They've gone for the full load of extra time and everything. They've poured yeah, every yeah, egg of energy into it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you couldn't have a better scenario, really, could you? Unless De Bruyne had got injured. Yeah. That would that would have been it. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd not believed when, when I saw the semi-finals <clears throat> that either Villarreal or Real wouldn't get through. I just felt one of them would. Yeah. Because the Champions League's like that. It's a bit daft. And I'd watch Paris the Paris Saint Germain and Real and Chelsea and Real, and they course they didn't start playing until they were two nil down. So when Mares scored, I thought two nil down now, and then I thought no, they're just hopeless tonight. They're just not not at it. Benzema isn't in the game. They're, they're not really getting men in the box. So I'd, I, I'd given up hope, and I was just watching out of the fact that there was nothing else to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> and when it got to like ninety minutes, I'm thinking. Yeah, oh, City in the fan don't really want that, you know. Um, <clears throat> and let's admit it, it's not just because we're fed up playing City. They're bloody difficult to play. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to play them. Yeah. And then suddenly, they, you know, two goals in two minutes, and I'm thinking, whoa, this is fantastic. No, absolutely. <clears throat> but it's that weird counterintuitive thing about football, because, well, Real Madrid have just knocked Man City out, but I still think City are a better team than Real Madrid, and that's the, the kind of long and, the long and short of it, is... I am. Um, I'm happy. I'm absolutely made up with it. And I said, I've just done a quick show on on, on YouTube before, and I have to be careful with how I say this because I think it's going to be misinterpreted. I'm not like I don't think Real Madrid will be a walkover by any stretch, but I do. I, I just yeah. I, 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 that's right. I think City are brilliant, and I think City and us is just too. It's too stressful, and I'm just glad they've taken that stress away. I don't have to worry about it being Man City and us being the barrier between them and their first European Cup. It's nice if Real Madrid have gone and done that for them. Oh, that, what you've just said there, the last bit about us being the team they beat, you know, end the quadruple hopes, so they could end it beforehand, but, you know, imagine they did that. You know, they steal our light like we did theirs when they won the domestic treble. All that comes into play, they, but they're just robotic city, aren't they? And, and, and the fact, sorry, Sam, sorry. just the fact that they lost last year as well. I yes. hate, I hate oh. playing a team who lost the last one, yeah, because mm. it's so you know they remember how awful it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very robotic side though. So, like, you know, when no matter what, even last night until it got late, no matter what, they still played their patterns. Whereas we're a bit emotive, but what I will add to it, and, and I put this out last night, I, I believe it 100%. Man City only got to the final last year because there was no emotion, there was no heritage and atmosphere to play with. Mm-hmm. That when when shit hits the fan, they don't have that to turn to like us, Real Madrid, and we've seen it with Paris as well. They don't have that lift, that extra City gear. don't like big atmospheres. I don't think. You know, I don't think I don't think that's their side. I think that's their kryptonite, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And it's why we've been able to engineer with worse teams engineer bigger results against them and look it is it, it, the atmosphere is a thing you know and it's and, and we can joke about it all we want about like the the empty hat thing they don't create that atmosphere consistently enough at their own ground for them to get used to it it's like how you know when you play against world-class players you less world-class players become better because they're playing against mm. world-class players it's like you know it's practicing practice environments needs to be better for when you get out into the, into yeah, the real it's world it's also true that they 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 
They score so many goals against the opposition that it kills the atmosphere. Yeah. They kill their own atmosphere because yeah. they just kill the game. Yeah. You know, we're, at least we, you know, we're always on a wing in a prayer, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're you so know. direct as well. So like, we're like rush forward and what comes with that is you do make mistakes and it, it kind of adds to it where the City are just like pass, 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 pass. They have the ball for six minutes and nothing will happen. And I think that, like you say, that also brings it down. But anyway, they've got they've, they've got no nothing to, to come with that extra gear. When they need to look around, where are you people? It's like plastic flags or no real go-to. Remember that game? We were oh no, we didn't. Remember? Oh, we didn't. Remember. And as we said, we said this the other week. They they don't they don't their fans don't vibe with UEFA competitions. And I think a little bit is that like the way that Everton don't like like the idea of people from, not from Everton literally county road supporting the football club because it's like they've slagged Liverpool off for having fans from outside the city for so long. And it's a little bit of a it's a little club mentality. City fans have always preferred the league to the Champions League. And I think it's because they hate United so much. They want to catch them in terms of how many they've won. And they're going to take a while to do that. But um, I think this year they'd started to come round. That's the beauty of yeah. it. They'd yeah. started to believe that they were going to win it this year. They had the taste last year. Mm. I, I think, just to go back, I, just, I, I didn't mean to gloss over it. That's a great point, though, Sam. About <coughs> that, like... I, I it's weird because I'm, I'm not going to take the European Cup off Chelsea for last year, but I felt very I, I last year that, that didn't happen for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. And that's stupid. It did obviously it happened, and we had some great moments. And, you, know, you can never take Allison's header away from us. Um, but it, you're right; it wasn't real football, and, I'm, and that's why I'm glad. We, effectively, we had enough points to have won the league before the restart happened the yeah. season the season before, so that you couldn't even true it couldn't even be truly yeah. asterisk asterisk. Someone pointed out that without Allison's header, we wouldn't have even been in the yeah, Champions no, League. No, but that's, that's, that's it. This, this season's Champions League run begins against West Brom. It just, it just does. Um, but that, that's the thing about it is last season was just a mess. It was, a, it was, a, it wasn't, wasn't real football. There were no, there was no stakes to the game. Liverpool, you're right. How Liverpool are, we actually added stakes. You know, not only did we obviously having to come back from that, like the the the, the, the almost grave that had been dug through all the injuries. We so it was but, like giving everyone a lap start, and you yeah. know, we're, we're mm. chasing from the back. You know, but that, you know, said, I, and I, I remember saying that about like let's say, like Phil Foden as an example. He went to the Euros and he had a great season for Man City, but he was crap at the Euros. Mm. He, had a, he had a good shot in the first five minutes of the first game, and that was Phil Foden's Euros, pretty much, wasn't it? You know where. But he's not been playing. He, he, he's come up and he's obviously played in big in big games. But his breakout season was behind closed doors. And you look at their and they're, they're like they're bringing Grealish on, hundred million pound signing. But he's a he's a lad, he's a lad from Villa. You know he's a, he's a lad who's come, who's come through the championship. Great. But you know you see him when he's like there was that video doing the rounds of him like taking a video inside the mm. Bernabeu and he's like oh, like you know like a bit like I'm in the Bernabeu. How great is this? I, I, I think he would have. Because Villa are a bit of an emotional club, I think he would have been better and had a better season had he went to even someone like United because I think that that kind of emotion and that jump on my back, I'll carry it. I think he quite likes that. Mm. Whereas City are a bit more of like a... They just they deflect the attention off each other. Even De Bruyne, who's an unbelievable footballer, one of the best technicians in the league, he's very... He's not... He, he doesn't lap it up. like You, you know Salah laps it up, don't yeah. you? De Bruyne doesn't. It's like... You don't play every week, you know, and I know, you know, we rotate, but, you know, our top players play most games. Yeah. They mm. have Sterling sat on the bench. Till extra time, not that can, can I just add one more thing, though, about what you were saying before? 
I think that's a myth about the Champions League. I think that's a massive front from City going, yeah, we don't care about the Champions League. I think they do, and it hurts them. So to cover that up, they say, we want to win the Premier League, and even BT Sports say it's all about your bread and butter. That, that's, that's what they... Yeah, yeah, and, and, and no, look, to be fair, because you believe what you... Most fans yeah. will believe what the general narrative... And they've been told to believe they've been told that the Premier League's bigger because they've not been able to win it exactly. and even Pep did this so I remember the season after we won the the, 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 yeah, the European Cup we were playing them in the Community Shield and I um, did an interview on Five Life and there was uh, there was the, the the city fan presenter Kyle Walker not the right back Kyle Walker mm, was on mm. and he was going like uh, oh no the league the league the league and I was like Look, you know, and obviously we hadn't won the league at the time but I was like I can tell you I'm still old enough to remember us winning the league the European Cup's just a, a bigger but they've they've been almost brainwashed into the league is bigger and we the league became bigger for us because we haven't won it for so long but honestly it's it, and I, I want to win the league more than anything this season because I just want to see it yeah I want I want a real one yeah. I want one that we can be in the ground and see them lift and properly celebrate but more most seasons if you gave me the choice I'd pick the European Cup because it's just magic if they win the European Cup next season Pep's last year I think if they win the European Cup like Chelsea did like after their pomp because it was Mourinho was their pomp wasn't he and Ancelotti I think yeah it's great yeah you won it like, like last year yeah you won it great but I think if you win it under a godlike manager it elevates you so yeah. you know with us if Shankly would have won it we'd have probably been even bigger than we are now Klopp's won it massive um, you know Man United under Ferguson massive but I think City, if they don't win it next year, they've missed that boat of winning it under Pep yeah. is huge. Because around the world, it's, oh, Pep Guardiola won it with City. It's not, oh, uh, Arteta went there and spent 600 million quid one summer and won it. Like, it's not really that big a deal then, is it? You no, know what I mean? True. It, it, you know, it is. And also, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Because Di Matteo winning it for Chelsea. There you go. It's like a... It's like a novelty. It's a novelty act, isn't it? You know, it doesn't. It doesn't define an era. It's on a par with Rafa winning the UEFA Cup with him, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, relevant. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. You know, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree on that. I think it's really nice. And the, the Real Madrid and it, back back to Ancelotti for us. And and, and again, Mo Salah putting out like unfinished business posts on social media and stuff. I, I just love it. It, feel, it feels right to me. Mm. Like the, the real because and they were saying it in commentary when it looked after Maris's goal of like. There is definitely something to it being a Liverpool City final because they are the two best teams on the planet. I think, I think that's yeah. pretty undisputed. I don't think anyone's going to have great umbrage with that statement. But the, the the Liverpool Real Madrid thing is just so much more. There's more to it. There's more texture. There's more feeling. There's just more. I don't know. It's like you can walk in a place. And a good example of this is last time I was over in the states doing preseason tour, I went to. Um, Fenway Park for the game and I went to Yankee Stadium for the game and Yankee Stadium is a much more impressive facility but Fenway Park feels like it feels like you're somewhere whereas Yankee Stadium doesn't feels like you're in a big glass and you know metal metal arena and that's what this is like Liverpool City is a, is a, is a, is a good rivalry for its time but in the European Cup, Real Madrid you know that like back to 81 the history there yeah. is just phenomenal isn't it yeah Brilliant. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I mean, I, again, we said this. That, that's who and I want to see. Ancelotti's history with us mm. in the Champions League. And we, and we now owe him one, don't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Forget about that. The two finals. <clears throat> God. You know, you know what, though, as well? There's only one more team you could pluck out of history t- to make um, that <clears throat> final have more European Cups as part of it. And it's obviously AC Milan. Yeah. So it's 
two of the three biggest clubs or four including Bayern Munich in the history of, of the European Cup which makes it even bigger again yeah yeah, absolutely magical stuff right we must talk about the game um, <laughs> oh. ah, no, no, no. We've, well look we've got weeks and weeks of building up to it because that's, that's the thing about it now is that we know Liverpool are going to play in every game this season and you know Tottenham beat Man City didn't they when they played them yeah oh yeah so there we go we need to pick more we do. I mean, look. there's a link for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonderfully segue perfectly uh, yeah it's um, yeah, Tottenham Hotspur. It's I always feel it's very weird when you've got those big highs. I'm not really used to this still of this whole every game matters thing because it's like and, I, and there was that I don't know whether it was true, but it was there was rumours of like Salah basically walking in the, the dressing room afterwards and being like, right, enjoy yourself, but no bevying, no part, no partying. We're not. We've not won anything. We've not won anything yet, and I love those. I love that attitude, and whether it's true or not, I feel like that will. I don't think it's true. Well, he was interviewed afterwards on the on the telly on the pitch, and he said they're drinking in there, and uh, but it'll all be over tonight. Tomorrow mm. it's back to business. But that's it's a very either way that that mentality of like. Enjoy it now, but then we pack it away because we've got other things to, to get on with. And it's right, the Tottenham Hotspur game, and I know we've obviously just kind of glossed over it a little bit to some extent, but because I, th- I feel like we, I want to, it, you need to extend the good times on these things sometimes. The, the Champions League semi-finals are huge. Um, obviously, the lads have done the final word shows, and we did a little bit of a reaction in the airport yesterday, me and Steve, but they are big, and it didn't feel like that going into that. I didn't feel like I was heading into a big game going to Villarreal, but I walked out of it thinking, my God, mm. this is huge. And the reaction to it, and then the game last night. So, yeah, I'm, it's good that we can all kind of enjoy that for a bit. But back to business. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur had fighting for top four in the time-honoured tradition, which is to say incredibly inconsistently um, you know I've gone back and forth and back and forth so many times on who's going to finish in the top four it was like nailed on Arsenal when just before they came to play us they had like three games in hand and you're like well there you go it's all done and dusted they're currently on Arsenal are currently in fourth 34 played 63 points Spurs in fifth same games played 61 points better goal difference for Spurs though and I've long contended um, that Spurs will, will pip them because I think they've got more proven big game moment footballers than Arsenal have. But um, I'm well, not even. But that's that's kind of it, and that that's the sting in the tail for us potentially here. Is I think we've kind of gone. Oh, the FA Cup finals coming. Oh, we've got we've got you know like we were looking at United and Everton as a big week. This is a much harder game than either of those games. This is I mean this this is um, what you want. You know, you really don't want to be playing a run-of-the-mill Premier League game, just having had all the excitement of the Champions League, having a cup final just round the corner. You know, you really want a game where Klopp can say to them, this is as tough a game as any we're going to have, you know, and you want them to come fighting, you know. I think mm. we, our, our players are going to need that, and they're going. It, it's a tough game, even more so now than it would have been, I, yeah. and not because of Tottenham. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know it's true. And this is that this is that game where obviously we've we've been very business like and very professional at times. We saw the real ragged edge of Liverpool against against Villarreal, Newcastle. We we dominated, but it, you know it's a close result, if not necessarily the you know uh, performance. We've not really had in the league for a while. Like I real, we've got a scrap and fight and it might take us using some pulling a mad, mad mad one out um this does feel a little bit 
a little bit that like I mean I suppose I suppose Everton it takes us a while to kind of mm. get over the line in that one but I don't know this is going to be a real 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 battle fighting scrap because there's fatigue but also now we're in the the Champions League final things boxed now the mission is to box the Premier League our side of the league yeah, yeah. I think to be honest I, like I don't worry about this game for for a couple of reasons first of all I think we're much 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 better than Spurs and people keep saying to me Harry Kane's amazing yeah he's brilliant Hung Min Son's amazing yeah he's fantastic but we've got three, four, five, six more world class players than they have you know we've got Van Dijk, Kanate, Mate plus our full backs at the back who have they got at the back? I don't even know who's going to play centre back for them and I just think as a fan I don't know about you too because I'm sure you're going to be at the game on Saturday night I'm walking in that stadium and I'm absolutely celebrating the life out of the fact that we've just got to the Champions League final we're playing Real Madrid it's all in we've got two home games left leave it all out there as best you can it's a Saturday night I just think it takes care of itself I think Spurs are going to come they're going to try and do what they do counter-attack and football but I just think they're going to struggle to get the ball off us for a lot of the game and I think we're going to be ruthless so I'm not worried in that and also I think the United, Everton, Villarreal, Newcastle, Villarreal sort of axis of, of all the different types of games, going to the atmospheres, having to deal with it, early morning kickoffs, rival games, it's just all, we've, we've added all this last few yeah. weeks, so I just think spares come and spares go, honestly. I, I, I genuinely hope, you, hope it's right on that, I, my, I think that the, the fact that they've got something to play for, they've got a good manager, and this is that time of season, isn't it, that when you come up against good managers, you really... The, the, the shouldn't be in our conversation. It's a bit, I, I, what I'm kind of alluding to here is 13, 14, Mourinho, mm-hmm. Chelsea, where Conte can Conte will want a scalp for his own or a feather for his own cap as much as anything else. Yeah, and I know, and obviously to go for the top four thing, he will revel in. He doesn't give a shit that we're going for the quadruple. Is kind of what I'm driving. No, at. he's got his own agenda, yeah. isn't it? He's got to prove that he can get that team up to being challenges and this is the opportunity to prove how far he's come but I mean for me he, he's gone to Tottenham and he's, he's struggled with them a bit and then he's opened the desk drawer in his office and saw Mourinho's tactical <laughs> and saw we can sit back and play Harry Kane in the middle and hit them on the break that works so yeah. and he, that's what he's done he just plays the way Mourinho did and he, he pulls Kane much deeper and he has Son as the runner all the time and they've got a goal in them that's the only worry mm. for me is that they can score goals um, normally you know I, I wouldn't be too bothered by them but you know I just hope we can get ourselves up for it I'm sure the fans will because the fans have got them coming back for the first time as Champions League finalists yes. haven't they and that's it so the, if the fans get up for it the players will be up for it it being the night game I think helps that doesn't it that yeah, you know yeah. if this was a half 12 kickoff or even a, a three o'clock or whatever but it's like we get to do another European big night-esque thing under the lights. Except I, I just have this feeling that European crowds are much better than Premier League mm. crowds. Yeah. The you know, Premier League, I think it's because everyone who goes, goes every game, so they're not quite up for it. We get a lot of people in the in the European games who don't go all the time yeah. and who are you know, Whoa, really up for this, you know? Yeah. So... It, I, I hope we're, you're right that we we have a big. I think the night thing helps that because I think yeah. I agree in so much as we've all seen this and we've done ourselves to some extent of when it's part of your day, when it's part of your day, and you're a local and you do and you go, you know, you it's just part of your routine, isn't it? It doesn't, it's not special in this in in the same way, and then you and you've got you you end up inevitably 
and it sounds it might sound insane to people who who aren't in this but I try and explain it but it, it's part of your life so you've got more life that happens after the game mm. whereas when you come to a one-off game or a special game your whole day that, that game is that game is your day whereas you like you might have to get off and you've got to go home and cook dinner for the family you know what I mean or you've got to get to dinner you've got other engagements for, for, for the for the other other parts of your life afterwards it being the night game means that's it that's the focus you know you're either going home to bed or you're going out to town you know that's the, the, there's your choices so there's no like oh I've got a rush or I've got a hurry, or I've got other things on my mind. Your entire day is laser focused towards mm. this being the thing. So I'm hopeful, Sam, that this will be. This will certainly add. Yeah, hundred percent. Like kids all day, box them off, pass them on. See you later. One of them ones. I yeah. think a lot of people are in the same boat. <laughs> I think you know one a couple of other things to sort of go along with that as well is I think momentum's huge here. We are absolutely fine. You can't tell me one player in that changing room apart from some of the lads who can't get on the pitch maybe who aren't feeling 10 foot tall right now and I think that goes a long way like the how we played second half uh, very briefly against Villarreal when we got that goal back everyone just sort of went up three three levels or 30-40% yeah. and that's where we're at now so even if Spurs were to get a goal which I'm, I agree with you John they've definitely got a goal in them I don't think it would matter too much on our demeanour unless it meant yeah. maybe two, three. Yeah. And also to go with that as well is the night game thing. We've just played at eight o'clock on Tuesday, eight o'clock on Saturday, and we play another late game. So our training regime doesn't break. We don't have to come out of that sort of, yeah. I don't know what you want to call it, but the way they sort of plan yeah, and the train, cycle, of it, like, cycle yeah. of it, yeah. I think that really helps us as well. No, I agree. And that's, again, it doesn't get mentioned enough, but it's also one of the reasons why Clap 8's the mm-hmm. 12.30s, not just it being early and you lose an extra couple of hours of recovery, preparation or whatever, but to go from a night to an early when they like to get into yeah. that, you know, they like to train at the times that they're going to play to, to acclimatise the bodies or whatever to it, marginal gains and all that. So, mm-hmm. no, I, I agree. I think that's a really it's a really interesting point in terms of what we're doing. Uh, just a little bit on, on Tottenham. So, just looking at their, their recent form, you know, it, it tells actually it's just mad you They've know beat a few teams on the beach recently haven't they like Leicester and teams well, like that you go back to mid-march and they beat Brighton away 2-0 mm. they beat West Ham 3-1 at home they batter Newcastle yeah. 5-1 they batter Aston Villa 4-0 and that's at that point where you're thinking right this is it spares me business and they're probably just going to kind of kick on they then lose 1-0 at home, <laughs> at home to Brighton they draw 0-0 with Brentford they go and beat and then they go and beat Leicester at the, at the weekend it's yeah, I mean, this well, is they, they beat City. Some I think it might be in February, and the next year they got beat by Burnley. Burnley, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's the kind of team they are in and out. And that's but that's the battle for fourth place all over. We've been here before many times, and you think, oh, look at that. They're all very winnable, but you forget that when you're a team that's fighting for fourth, you very rarely put five or six wins down back to back. You might do three or four and then you'll lose and you'll draw and then you'll put another little cluster of wins together you don't ever put we and we've because we do this now where Liverpool go on like 15, 16 game unbeaten or winning runs but when you're in there that's that's how you end up it fourth is that mm. you're good and you're good enough to beat anyone on your day but you can't do it consistently so that's where they're, that, they're where, all where like that, that aren't they yeah, every yeah, single exactly. one of them. 
yeah, yeah. That's the form of Arsenal. That's the form of Spurs, and then obviously below that, it's getting it's dropping and even off. Chelsea are dropping, moving that way now. Yeah, and they turned up at United, didn't they? And got beat out and up. We all thought they'd they, oh, they turn United over and Ronaldo scored that trick. Yeah. That's that's kind of where they're at, isn't it? As a team, yeah, no, absolutely. Just there, uh, just again in terms of how they lined up then in that win over Leicester the weekend, they went for a back three: Romero, uh, Dyer, Ben Davies. And across the midfield, Emerson, Bentico, Huybierg, uh, Ryan Sessegnon, and then Lucas Moura, Harry Kane, and a young See, son. You take the top two out there, that looks like Southampton. Like that, <laughs> it is though, isn't it? Like, let's be honest, you look at that team, you're thinking mid-table. Like, uh, Barson and Kane, Villa have got a better team, and, that, and that's what we're playing against. Didn't Ben Davies get injured? Am I right in saying that? Or was it that's, someone else? Uh, Great question. Might have been Doherty. One of them got injured and, and they were good because he was playing wherever he well, was. Well, they brought on Harry Wings, Dejan Kulisevsky, who's, who's having a good, uh, yeah, a good is, season yeah. since joining, Stephen Bergwijn as well. They've got, look at again, they've got options and again, they've, top, got, yeah. they've got, but they're very similar to, there's a, there's a clutch of those teams that Man United are like that, where they've got lads who will just win a game of football mm. for you, but they haven't, they're not the complete package. And you know now, and having Conte is an advantage because he'll be—he's a really good manager, really good manager. He's been here and done it as well. He'll be able to engineer things. But they've got Hugo Lloris in goal, who's just likely to pull off an absolute world. He's just to chuck one in his yeah. net. It's just that—that's that's just the nature of the. So the he's playing unbelievable him. on Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, but also don't be shocked when it's—it's it's the 95th minute and we need a goal, and Hugo Lloris like just does something. Sh- Stupid, like a let went through his legs or, or whatever, because he's just. And the, they've got the best name bad defender in the league in Dyer. Yes, Dyer. absolutely. Dyer is Dyer. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you know? Do you know what they've got? To, I think no matter what happens this weekend, whoever wins that game, Tottenham Arsenal, you'd imagine will push through, won't you? Mm-hmm. Unless Arsenal go in with like a five point gap, maybe, but. That's the game, isn't it? That's the. Is this the midweek coming? Is this next? I think so because it was yeah. rearranged, wasn't yeah. it? So I think yeah. it is. Yeah, but that's the win or bust game for everyone, isn't it? In front of me, I could have just answered that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they play Tottenham on, th- on Thursday. That's um, weird. Yeah, Thursday, Sunday, they've got Arsenal followed by Burnley. Oh um, yeah, and then Norwich is the last as their last game of the season, and then Ooh. apparently they play Rangers in July. Who gives a shit? Uh, so they've got Burnley, Norwich. After that's winnable for them, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the th- yeah, and that's yeah. why your point is they're pl- they're. Arsenal needs very much need to get that buffer before they play that game mm. because Spurs should absolutely. I mean, we say that barely. Barely on fire. Yeah. Them before. Barely yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Norwich are too, but in not and not in the same. Literally barely Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely definitely an interesting one. I have a quick look at uh, in terms of their availabilities and stuff, and I want to have a quick chat about their danger man because obviously we know Harry Kane. Everyone knows Harry Kane. We don't need to sit here and extol his virtues. He's definitely turned the corner. Um, Son is he's the one player we did it I think on TikTok like which one player you'd have it's terrific it's just Son isn't he's it he's been their best player for years even when Harry Kane was being you know lauded as the greatest and the other thing to watch out for and I'm sure Salah have an eye on Sam is that it's the Golden Boot race yes Salah's on 22 at the moment uh, Son's on 19 he's on 19 yeah Jesus yeah absolutely and that's that, that's that's another little like and I'm hopeful for this but I think Salah's I think he's found himself in the last week or two and I'm hoping that this is another example I don't want to see him go nuts here where mm. he's because he's, he's, he's up against that rather for the gun but he wants to he's trying too hard to put distance it'd be nice if Mo Salah just plays that laid back chill calm I'm just going to do 
do my business for the team and if he scores like the third goal then that, that, he, that that's the that's the most important yeah. thing he there. doesn't stat pad Salah does he I think one of the things I'd say about but Son, he should do he no yeah, yeah yeah but like when you were like Ronaldo you look at the goals he's got the impact's not as I mean unbelievable. well done great great season but the impact's not been there with I think Son a little bit the same like you scored 19 goals and you're playing with Harry Kane and you're still scrapping for your life for fourth and you might not get fourth yeah. I think Son have scored a few goals when they've won four five nil. You know things like that. I think Salah doesn't really stop at. I mean, he chose Man United for his game to stop at away, yeah. which is fair enough. Yeah. So I think I think we're at the stage now where winning trophies, you know, sits above Salah winning the Golden Boot, I hope, and I think I, he I thinks so. that as well. Yeah, yeah. I, hope, I certainly hope so. Just just briefly, on there other one, obviously, Dejan Kulusevski. We touched upon him. Uh, January sign and uh, fourteen appearances for them in the league since then. Three goals, eight assists. I mean, that's the huge one. You know, that's mm. as many assists as Harry Kane, who they now think is the greatest passer <laughs> of the ball in English football history. Um, Son's got seven, so they've, they've you know they've got that. I think ideally they'll have them three out if they can. And that's the the one thing here that is that this is we 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 need to be switched on to actually put them to bed. We've got but it's not like a game where we can we just can't phone this in defensively because they've got too many options. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we haven't got Kane in the box diving all the time for penalties. Yeah, he can dive outside that's, the box instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. dive in the centre circle. That's fine. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you uh, if you're watching use the live uh, show chat, if you want to interact with us by all means, um, then do. We'll read through some good comments and whatever at the end. And same with our Club Legends um, Discord chat as well. You can get involved uh, if you're a Club Legends subscriber on Redman Plus uh, over on there. Um, we uh, are going to take a very short break. We have got a trivia question, which I haphazardly slapped together in the moments before we started this uh, how many times has Conte won as a manager against Liverpool answers after this a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hello everyone, welcome back. Uh, yes, uh, thank you so much for sticking with us during the break. A bunch of things going on. Obviously, uh, Ultimate Fan, we're having loads of good fun with that. You can download that using the link in the description underneath. Play our league as well. And also, if you want more content from us, more brilliant content, I'm going to be interviewing Michael Thomas in a couple of hours' time, uh, talking about the FA Cup final, 1992, which um, we were at. That, that was it. We were. And I um, irritated you to all heaven yeah, because yeah. I was more bothered about the sponsor boards that rotated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> that at Wembley, the old Wembley. Yeah, do, but that's do you that. remember anything about the match, or I, you do you remember what the adverts were? Genuinely, like it's mad. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember that, like lots of really stupid things about, about that game, like to the point of it was the first time I'd ever seen revolving sponsor boards where like they, ro- they rolled round. Yeah. So it was like Super Nintendo and Carlsberg and stuff, and it was like. <laughs> I know them. <laughs> I recognise those what, logos. What was what was the oh, the FA Cup wasn't sponsored then? Was it just in the FA Cup? Yeah, guys, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, that and I, I, I remember McManaman's cross. And I remember. Well, we on the, we were on the same side as the the as where the as the as the box where it was lifted. Was so like yeah, being lifted up to kind of just see the top of the the top of the trophy and stuff like. But anyway, yeah, that's why I'm going to be speaking to a, a man who actually scored in the final. Uh, that is going to be going up on Redmen Plus in the countdown to Wembley next week as well so make sure you get over there for that as well as all the pre-match and post-match content as we careen towards uh, the chances of a quadruple but either way literally every game of football that can be played we covered I am so tired <laughs> but I'm powering through because success uh, it does that for you success breeds endorphins which breeds happiness which makes more good content uh, for us right sad I asked the question um, before the break about Antonio Conte uh, how many games has he won against Liverpool? He's played five. He's managed five times against us. Four for Chelsea, one for Tottenham Hotspur, and he has won two. I'd have said two. Once. Did it, was it the two-one at Anfield? It was a one-nil ah. at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, I remember that. It was towards the end of the season, May the sixth, twenty eighteen. Because we were kind of okay for fourth, weren't we? And we were like saving for the Champions League. Header from post, I remember that. We So, yeah, we beat them 2-1 in September 2016. We drew with them then back-to-back at Anfield, January 2017, November 2017, then lost to them, and then we drew with Tottenham Hotspur um, on the 19th of December this year. And that's, that, that one's really interesting for me because in any, in any other world, it's astonishing, but just actually, let me just talk around this, that... The timing of our COVID cases is the reason why Liverpool haven't walked the league this season, I think. And, you know, butterfly effect, maybe we wouldn't have dug as yeah. deep and maybe it wouldn't have been as consistent in the back end. But people think Man City thought Man City were miles better than us because we were just decimated in that period between mid, mid-December and going into January and then heading into AFCON as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, to lose, you know, that... Uh, that many players over such a short—it's a crucial period always for me. December, we we tend to to play really well in December, and then have a drop off in January, and we have to fight against that drop off. And then you lose your two best forwards exactly at the moment when you really need them most. Yeah, you know, so it's a horrible time not to be at your best. And that game, the game at the Tottenham Hotspur. Stadium is because again I've got the lineup here. So it's Allison in goal, Robertson, Canate, Matip, 
Trent Alexander-Arnold, Milner, and Tyler Morton, Naby Keita, and then Mane, Jota, Salah. And that's the thing about that. There's no, there's no Van Dijk and there's no Fabinho for that game. First and foremost, mm-hmm. so your two pillars. The, you know, the guys that you you know we do everything in our power to make Fabinho available for the big games, and he's not there. And it and this is no disrespect to Tyler Morton, a very talented young man, but he's not ready for those games. Well, we saw in um, our injury horrors last year that when Fabinho was moved out of midfield, mm-hmm. you really missed him. Yeah, yeah, 100%. and it, it's all right when you've got Jordan Henderson there because. He's, you know, the next best thing. He knows the role, but he's we didn't have Jordan Henderson there, did we? I don't know. Was he also struggling with COVID? Yeah, I can't remember. I think he's ill that week. I think oh, there you go. Like yeah, that, yeah, that was right because he, yeah, he was ill, didn't have the COVID. But that's the thing. I mean, you look at that side. The the, the absolute engine room of our team missed at the end, and Naby and Milner are fine, but you've got to have a stronger. A defensive midfielder there as well. Yeah, I that mean, game was also chaotic with mad decisions. Well, that, that's the that's the other thing that which in two seconds I just talked about that. But our substitute bench at the time, Firmino, who was just coming back from injury, mm-hmm. Gomez, who I barely barely played, ends up on the field. Shima Cass, but you've got Cade Gordon, Nico Williams, and Jarrell Quanser on the bench there, and now we're at a point where you know there's there's international footballers who are missing out on our subs benches you know currently but you're right in terms of that game Andy Robertson gets sent off after the VAR the VAR yeah. decision which is uh, it was alright that one it yeah. yeah it was you know he, he was he was trying to be very Andy Robbo and, and and put a strong physical tackle and he just got it wrong and you can see that yeah. but it's the Harry Kane one Harry Kane should not be on the field comparison uh, the, the referee absolutely gets that wrong and the VAR totally and utterly get that wrong so he should be nowhere near nowhere near that game and Alisson just oh, yeah. chucking oh. one in as well out of nowhere and it's mad how if you get too much you know we're top of the league but for, the, but for a couple of a couple of random we had a moments. massive penalty shout at one all didn't we Jota yeah. absolutely bundled over um, yeah I mean but all of that side I, I was crying about that about the decisions and on the COVID stuff but, but when you look back and you think Alisson deals with that 99 times out of 100 it just happened to be that one game and that one moment where yeah. but maybe he's been the colossal goalkeeper since then because of that you know I, I've moaned about VAR all season with City but I'm starting to now sort of come around to the butterfly effect like we are where we are because we had to dig in we yeah. genuinely are yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right you're right you can't you can't guarantee anything can you no. in, in that regard because we always say the City are the team that like drivers on and, and Liverpool and like last season even a, even a decimated Liverpool when they have to dig in when the chips are down and, and the pressure's on they thrive under that atmosphere and would it quite have been the same we can't know but that has always, always been my hope that it goes all the way back to that Tottenham Hotspur game is that we've in another world like and City kind of had this City get their Covid outbreak in the week where the, the League Cup semi-final is, which they're not in, so effectively everyone goes down in that week, and, and then the they FA Cup, yeah, the in between, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, you just take all the rough with the smooth, don't you, and you you move on. And as you said, as we've said all along, we thrive on adversity. We seem to get better when we're we've got our backs to the wall. Yeah, yeah, completely. A bit like Real Madrid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so why we're so, you know, connect, interconnected in Europe. Yeah, without without a doubt. Um, in terms of what Liverpool are going to do, then I'd say Jordan Henderson nailed on to start this one, Sam. Definitely, yeah. Um, where he plays, obviously, I'm not sure. With Fab not playing against Newcastle, you'd imagine he's probably going to go again. But 
I was actually surprised Jordan didn't start against Villarreal. I thought it was his game, mm-hmm. but he didn't, and we won. So great. <clears throat> um, yeah, he's going to play. He's going to lead us out. He's going to keep them standards up. We need it. A few yeah. days after. No, I, I, absolutely. Uh, it, and the question is, because of how we rotate and how we've been rotating, it's entirely possible that that we could see Henderson in the six. But I just think because it's Tottenham, how big a game it is. Well, because of the way they play as well, yeah. you need it. You need that sort of cover in front of the back four. I yeah. think you need. Uh, he, he will put the the best, the strongest possible team that he can get out there, and he'll probably ask. There's one or two he might ask to go through the pain body, but madly Villarreal ended up because of the five subs. We end up in quite a good situation by the end of that game, and the fact that like Shimikas comes on and does Robo, the last, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the last couple yeah, yeah. of minutes, hopefully that will. I think help Ma- the Matip will probably get a game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just have this feeling Gomez might play. I'm not sure why. Really? Well, Trent didn't play against Newcastle, did he? So you'd yeah. imagine. They're almost doing in twos at the moment, so I like you play two, then he's kind of rotating it like that. So yeah. I think Villa's the game, John, where right. you know it gambles a bit because we should be Villa, you know, one yeah, of them yeah. ones. Yeah. And it's and again having the FA Cup final looming the week after, it's yeah. hard. To, it's hard to unpick all of this because we're playing every three days now. There's, you know, there's very little respite. Mm. It does feel like there'll be some rotation here and there, but not. Dramatical. Chelsea have got Chelsea. All of Chelsea's eggs are going to be in that basket yeah. next weekend, so we're going to need to be prepared for that. But again, we and can't take our eyes off. Now what we're doing. we have got people yeah. you can rotate in without a lot of difference. Yeah, I mean we've got five top class forwards if Bobby's fit again. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, and any three of them, you're going to say, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because we're we're at for Liverpool now. It, it's a it's an old Chapman thing for me. But when your fixtures fit on one screen, um, you know, <laughs> we we are we are eight games from from. Oh, well, actually, sorry, six. We, sorry, six because we. Sorry, that, that's my that's my apologies. Cause we, <laughs> we put preseason games on the bottom of there. Well done, Google. <laughs> trying to undo, trying to undo me fitting it on one screen. Betty, a Betty it, in there, and make it bigger. Bolton and all yeah, 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 yeah. Fleetwood. Um, yeah. So I say Tottenham at the weekend Villa is t- is the Tuesday um, and then we've got till Saturday for the FA Cup but then Southampton is another Tuesday and it's it's, it's yeah Villa's the one where if you're gonna if you're gonna slightly weaken hmm. then that's it but I, I think your point spot on there that is that there's five or, there's five lads reasonably I think you can come in without any tangible drop off and I'm gonna now that I've said five, which was might sound like an arbitrary figure, so I'm gonna do this like it's planned. Karate, Gomez, yeah, uh, albeit obviously a different type of right back, but I think he's more than more than capable. Naby Keita, Diogo Jota, Firmino, Firmino, and there I would say, and I would actually say Simakas. Yeah. I think yeah, if he so started on Sun Saturday, people would be okay. Okay, Sean. Okay, so, uh, sincere apologies. We've got we've got a slight technical issue, um, so we're just going to go to a very very short break uh, while Sai frantically fixes it. Hey, I am so sorry to interrupt you. I'm really not though, but I have a public service announcement, and it's so incredible. I just had to stand here and talk to you and tell you all about it because you like Redmen TV. You love Liverpool Football Club. We've got a streaming service called Redmen Plus where we put loads of all of the best content on. Yes, get over to theredmentv.com. Get yourself signed up for Redmen Plus. We've got incredible documentaries and audio features over there and everything is available. There's a podcast in your ears. Get over there and do it now. Carry on enjoying the show, yeah? 
right, welcome back. Um, yeah, welcome everyone. If you're live, uh, we've managed to just about come out the other end of technical issues. Thank you so much for everyone who's helped us point that out. And uh, yeah, a big round of applause for Saif the legend in the comments, please. Um, if BT Sport can do it, we can do it. Yeah, look, it happens. You've got to roll with the punches. Uh, like, you know, this is just, it's just what live broadcast is all, is all about. Uh, we had a super chat coming while we were doing it. Uh, Johnny De Hoyos Jr. with 499 has been here following you gents for a long time. Believe YNWA greetings from El Paso, Texas. There you go. Thank you so much for joining us all the way over there. What time is it over in, in Texas right now? Um, yes, early, anyway. Early, yeah. Early. early. Um, yeah. Up with the cows. In terms of what we have, in terms of what we do, yeah. The, the Liverpool 11, I think, we, we've got no choice but to go as strong as possible here. I think Villa will provide us a touch of respite. But as we were saying, we've got five lads there. And more when you really have to, we have to go to it. But this is a game where I think Villa, you can unlock another two or three more players... And I didn't even mention Curtis Jones in my list earlier. You know, I think he's, he's, he's one of them in contention. But for Villa, I don't think it's outside the realms where you might you could put Divock Origi in if you wanted to, or you might be more inclined to start Curtis Jones, or you could go to Oxley Chamberlain or, or Harvey Elliott. Spurs is not that game. Spurs is the game where we continue in the cycle we've been in for the last week and a half, where there's actually that pool of, it's a much smaller talent pool that we're picking from. So what do we think? Matip to come back in? Would yeah, anyone be tempted Matip, yeah. to Canati? No, Matip. 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 Um, he might rotate the fullback. I mean, the, the idea that Shimikas comes on sometimes that that can be an indicator of what he's going to do. But I also it felt a little bit to me like that was just more, Rob was just going to play every game, and that was just that was a protection move. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's few enough games left to more or less play your your best team all the time. Um, but you know, and there are just a few players you can drop in without affecting that. And any obviously Jordan Henderson's one of them. Matip's one of them. Um, I think we'll, we'll be fairly strong. I think Robbo will play. I think Trent will probably play as well. Um, and um, pick any three or five for the forwards. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Thiago will probably just will play this because again, this is this is what top, you put, top, what you top game. Top. Yeah. yeah, maybe Hendo. Maybe Hendo in the six, but it's more. I, I think it's more likely to be. Fabinho, Thiago, Hendo for this yeah. one and then you've got a conversation around the front three because we did this in the build-up of Villarreal it was like we'll get Jot at a game and get him maybe see if you can get him his confidence back because I think he's been in I don't want to be disrespectful or whatever I don't think he's been in good form for a, for no, a while yeah. now but him getting hooked in that game says we might be in a world now where it's it's Diaz, Mane, Salah mm. are just going to play and play and play and then Jota's now a rotational option for them rather than him being a nailed on he starts these big games I think there's a there's a shout for Bobby in a game like this well he should be back not, is he fit is he well I don't know whether he is or not but I mean someone who comes deeper because obviously they play very much from the middle that these days uh, but also what will he do to Dyer you know where's, where's my centre forward to Mark you know, yeah. that. so I think there's a shout there I don't know whether he's, uh, he's fit enough you know, he probably need because he's been out for a little while. Yeah, he he probably needs like twenty minutes at the end to then go again for the next game. But I, the fact that sorry, the fact that he's not, he's not even on the bench. Yeah. in midweek, it's a toe injury though. Apparently, isn't it? It's not. Um, and if it was say an ingrow and toenail or something, you can sort that. But know. yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's it's a mad one, isn't it? Because they've he's just not been 
he's just not been there. He's not been training. Mm. It's what what Bobby is. Well, he has been running, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. but he's, he's not, not been, been playing, training, isn't he? He's he's not been training pain. with the lads. Yeah. 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 So I, I agree. I think Firmino. We need Firmino available because he's got. To, we need him to play games because that, that's the point about right now is that. Minamino, I just thought I'm not, I'm not sure we'll see Minamino for the rest of the season unless something mad happens, mm. which I, you know, such what doesn't. Same with Divock Origi. So at the moment it's four for it's four for three really. Yeah. Divock as you break as you break glass off the bench, bringing Firmino in, who will just come in and just knit everything, you know, knit everything together. I think we're going to need him in the next week or two, particularly because look, legitimately, you could start you could start Firmino in the FA Cup final. Yes, yeah, he would do yeah. the job. I, I think everybody will get some form of rest over the next five, six, over the next six games. I can't see one player. Like, I didn't even think Salah would be resting against Newcastle. Apart but, from apart from Allison and Van Dijk, potentially, yeah. But, but the, circumstantially, like we were just saying before, depending on what happens between now and, and the weekend, because City play twice, we only play. So City play three times, and we only play twice. So they'll have thirty-seven games before we play Southampton. Yeah. So depending on what happens in the points gained and lost and things between now and then, we could see a crazy team against Southampton because it's meaningless. Yes. Oh, oh, but but failing that. I think everyone probably gets some form of rest. Maybe, like you say, Bar Van Dyke, Allison doesn't count. He's a goalie. Goalie shouldn't be rested. But yeah, I th- but Jota this weekend, I think I'm wondering because Mane has played the last four, three, four games. Am I right? From the start, he's played Villarreal, he played Newcastle, played Villarreal again. I don't know. Did he play against Everton and United? He probably did. So when you when you look at all that, I think Mane, it's, it might be Mane's turn to to, to go Jota down the centre and Diaz and Salah flanking him. Yeah, and I wouldn't be opposed, I wouldn't maybe be the a, only one to that at, at all, to be honest. And again, if if we think Tottenham are going to dig in, then maybe that's more of a game for Jota because yeah. he is that like He's a, a goal fox in the box. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly that. Whereas I think we, I, I wonder whether we thought Villarreal might be more of that, like. They'll, yeah, they'll come and attack us in floodies, but then they'll get everyone behind the ball. Whereas yeah. you know, we never really got to that area of the pitch. Mm. You know, or certainly not, certainly not enough. So it might not be the worst idea to put yeah to right to give Mane a little bit of a rest and put Jotun in for this one. I'm, I'd, I'd be we're we're looking at that. about three changes then, maybe just down the spine, sort of Matip, Hendo, and maybe maybe Jota. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah, and you keep and yeah, well, yeah, and then you. No, I'd be reasonably happy with that. Anyone? Yeah, no, that sounds good. Raises on that. Um, DBS with the super chat says uh, thoughts on how Man City will respond to their Champions League exit. Uh, hi from Australia, lads. These four AM Champions League games are killing me. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I had that where we, um, <laughs> we. By the time I got back to the hotel and finished editing the match vlog, it was, I got to, I got to sleep about four o'clock on this. So I'm still reel, I'm still reeling from that because uh, you don't get your sleep back. When you're when you when you're a kid or you're when you're in your twenties and stuff, yeah, you have a late night, just catch up, go go to bed early or sleep in late or whatever. No, not when you've got kids. Just go again, <laughs> again and again and again and again. Um, yes, <laughs> right. So how will City respond? I've no idea. I'm hoping that they fall to bits, Dad. I'm hoping that this is all the psychological. Just, that, so many factors that play on the injuries, tiredness, the lack of. Um, Adrenaline down in the dumps, all that kind of stuff. You just don't know, dear. Because no matter what the city fans may have thought, those players wanted to win the Champions League, didn't they? Yeah, desperate to do it. Yeah, Yeah. if you ask any player who's especially at the European or beyond, that's the big one, isn't it? Like you say, the what the fans say is different, but yeah, it is interesting because. I mean, Newcastle won't really care. They'll just go for it. They've got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. They, they were half decent against us. They're just they? on trial, aren't they, for next yeah. season? Yeah, massively. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, imagine they drop points. 
You know exactly what Pep will do. He'll go on TV and go, Liverpool have won the league. It's all over. They're the best team. He'll just try and throw everything at us to put pressure on us. But hopefully by then we'll already be top anyway. So yeah. I, I've said it, I've said it all, all along. But then again, I've been wrong in a number of ways so far this season. So I'm happy to be wrong again, by the way. In, but positively, because I thought City would win the Champions League this year. I thought it was nailed. I just thought it was nailed on. I haven't got the final and mm. you know all that kind of stuff. But. No, Newcastle are not going to do anything to Man City at the Etihad. They're not. Shouldn't do. They shouldn't do. Um, there's no world where we win the league without it being a last game of the season. Mad, you know, like you know, because you know we're either completing football or we're not. Well, and the only way for us to complete football is for Steven Gerrard, Aston Villa, to do us a favour on the last. Yeah, Stevie G making up for all what happened and then us making up for what happened against Madrid. It's like the cycle of life coming back. It's yeah. like the Lion King, yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the last scene's the first scene where it all began. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly yeah, yeah. that. Imagine Salah scores the winner, having, you know, Diaz just falls over and takes Coutinho out, who then scores the goal or something like that. It's just, that's it. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah, that would be absolutely splendid. Um, just briefly, then, in terms of the other fixtures, the weekend of which have very little interest or importance to us, but it is what it is. Brentford, Southampton, Burnley host Aston Villa. Well, actually, in terms of the relegation stuff, the idea that Steven Gerrard could have a hand in, in all this, you know, he's got, he's got Burnley, he's, then, he's got us, and they've got Man City left to play, so Gerrard could have a hand in relegating Everton, and giving Liverpool the league title yet. All for that. All for all of that. If he wants the job, this is what you got to do, mate. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea Wolves. Um, Chelsea very much getting sucked into the f- race for fourth place, which is insane. I mean, here's a random one. Thomas Tuchel has had to defend so much of like that football club. So he's had to defend Roman Abramovich. He's had to go that. Abramovich is going. He might, you know, he might be coming back for all his dough at some point. But you know, he's Thomas Tuchel might have actually fallen on his feet in so much as he's had to front the Abramovich shit up. But if Roman Abramovich was still owning Chelsea Football Club, and if for some reason they fall out of the top four, as unlikely as it is, like he'd be sacked. Mm. He'd be getting sacked in the summer. Yeah. Whereas. The uncertainty around it all means that he he'll probably get to keep his job and they might get to carry on building stuff. I mean, they've had a lot to put up with, I suppose, with the, with all that. But yes. th- th- I think they've been playing with the, the traditional cup final brain. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're in the cup final. We want to make sure we're playing on that day. So I'm not quite going into this tackle as hard as I might. Yeah, you know, I think it's a lot of that with Chelsea at the moment. Yeah, and the good thing about that is it's very difficult to get out of it once you you know to play badly for a few weeks. And then suddenly to expect you to get back to the best you could possibly mm. be for a one-off game, I think that's very difficult. No, I, I agree. Thank um, God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Palace, Watford with the Roy Hodgson derby. Uh, Brighton, Man United. Uh, yeah, I mean Brighton could win that one nil, or they could lose that one nil. That's how them games. That's how them games go. Um, weird, obviously, as mentioned, the quarter eight kickoff on the Saturday night on the Sunday. Norwich, West Ham. I really, 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 really need West Ham to book their ideas up in the league just yes. for a couple more weeks because I want them to finish above Manchester United more than you will people at home will we ever also, know we also need them to go out tonight so that suddenly they look at the league going we need to start winning games we've got City next week yeah they've got they've also got a game in hand over, over United they are at the moment six points behind them you know it's just it's West Ham's focus will be on the Europa League and it yeah. should be on the Europa League but 
there is a wonderful little subplot of you've got us and what we're going for and you've obviously got Everton in the relegation fight but there's the fact that Manchester United could end up in the Conference League I like I that that's, would that's be that's where you want them oh. be yeah because we want them playing every week don't we yeah yeah, yeah. we oh, want them I games I want them playing in the worst competition yeah. in Siberia yeah. and against a bunch of teams who just who, it's like a holiday for them and they just <laughs> want to come and beat you and make a name because Cristiano Ronaldo getting legged all over Eastern Europe uh, uh, all next season at 38 years old is exactly what I'm, Ima- what I'm imagine for. how many fans they'd have at home to like some team we couldn't even pronounce the name it'd be, it'd be shocking wouldn't it yeah, absolutely amazing mass walkout that's, that, that's like there's, there's a tier list of what <laughs> I want to happen this season Would you rather that, vital, but that, that or the Blues go down well I'll tell you what I'll ask a question <laughs> Liverpool win the league the Champions League and of course the League Cup but, but lose the FA Cup final but you've got to lose the FA Cup final in order for Manchester United to finish in the Conference League and Everton to get relegated and I'll take the floor so you're saying, I, I, you're offering, I'm just saying, I watch at home, would you offer up the Champions League to the football gods as a sacrifice that sees Man United have to play Conference League football and Everton have to play Championship football? Would you do that? No, I don't want Everton to go down. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. I like having two Premier League teams in our city. Yeah. It's our generation, Paul. <laughs> I, well, I, I think it's, I, I have got, I, 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 did, I lived away from Liverpool for four years and it gave me like this mad, like, Real fondness for the for the overall for the city. So I I, I agree. I I it would be quite funny. And if you told me that Everton will come straight, back I'm not going to be. I'm not going to cry my eyes. Be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sat on but, Twitter laughing on John Moyer all the yeah. the piss boilers. It happens. I'll, I'll laugh my head off. But I don't, I, you know, you're right. I, I would. And I've said this all along. I don't. I don't mind them. I, I would. I in so much as I I'd rather them being Europe than like Arsenal or Chelsea or Tottenham or I just West have this Ham thing I remember United getting relegated in the 70s and they came back up with a really good team it totally transformed and they you know they were exciting and they were winning things and I thought don't want Everton to do that I don't want them to come back you know revitalise with a new stadium on the horizon I think I think they're rubber ducked financially though I think yeah. I, th- I think we wouldn't I think they could be absolutely in big stick if they go yeah uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I, that, that's the point about that is that if you can, if you guarantee me they'll come back up again, then I'll have a laugh for the year and it'll be <laughs> hilarious. And Toffee TV will be a bit of a brighter ray of sunshine in the in, in around the offices because you know they'll get to win some football matches and they'll they'll probably walk and get a hundred points and it'd be great. But more more likely to happen is that they will disappear without a sight for years and years and years. And years. We do a rival fixtures on the uncensored match build. It'll be like. Yeah, I'm going down to the championship. Everton are playing Barnsley away this week. <laughs> I'm all oh, for that. That's Come on. right. Absolutely right. Um, yeah, just in terms of the other fixtures uh, moving forward and beyond, as mentioned. Uh, Arsenal have got Leeds. Um, that's another big one in terms of the relegation fight there. Leeds beating Arsenal would be the most top four race thing to happen. And also we could do with that, just putting that firm ceiling above the relegation zone and saying it's no one else if no one else could get dragged into it mm. just leave it down to Everton that would be would be fine as well nah, Leeds are going down Le- I, do, I agree I, all of a sudden I, can, I can't see Leeds winning another game no look at their are. fixture list yeah that would be so I think they've got one big performance in them I don't know if it's going to be enough but the, these teams usually do they still might go but they've got one win 
Man City, Newcastle, half four kickoff on the Sunday. That's the one where, you know, we'll just hopefully, hopefully we've got done what we need to do and you can put your feet up and you can, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'll never, I'll never watch a Man City game out of my routine, but we tend to watch the Sunday this, afternoon this, games this, together this, and my dad. I mean, this will be like the third time I think we will have moved above them yeah. and the pressure's on. They, they've sort of shrugged it off. Yeah. But it's going to be much more difficult to shrug it off this weekend because of tiredness and all the things we've talked about. City are not going to be in the best place, I don't think. So. If, yeah. if that goes second half, nil-nil, that's big problems because that's when the fatigue kicks in, doesn't it? When you've got a team who hasn't played for seven, eight, eight, eight days, it'll be for Newcastle yeah. in decent form and they're absolutely shattered. But, but they'll win. They're not the games. It's Wolves. I've said it all year, it's Wolves. It's not even West Ham, it's Wolves. It's nil-nil. Sad. Right, let's have some score predictions. Liverpool Tottenham. 3-1. 3-1. I'll take 3-1 as well. Yeah. I, I, Kane will score, won't he? Cause he Someone, yeah. Because he does. So. Okay, yeah, sad. But whatever, just win Liverpool. <laughs> just, just win and keep winning and let's all have the best end of the season ever. Right, thank you so much everyone who stuck with us uh, through some trying issues during the show. Uh, massive uh, hats off to Cy for managing to get that sorted as well. Uh, thank you so much for watching. If you are live, we do these live on YouTube, of course. Um, every single game we've got loads of content in the build up and post match of every Liverpool football game and loads of extra amazing content to get you closer to the football club on and off the field head to redmenplus.com uh, if you want to get involved we'll put the link in the description underneath as well but you can just type redmenplus.com in and head over there sign up and get yourself involved with this little Liverpool streaming service that we've built that we are immensely proud of um, but yeah that is that and don't forget as well the Egan press conferences will be available on our podcast free and also here on YouTube as well so make sure you check all of that good stuff out anyway gents thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure thank you to everyone who's commented uh, liked shared and of course subscribe to the YouTube channel and yeah, we will be back this weekend at Liverpool Tottenham. Cannot wait. Ta-da.